Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in again to some content here. Uh, I have got Louisa uh, on the line and I'm gonna be interviewing her. She is uh, in Sydney, in her offices. Uh, she can make an introduction to you herself in a second, but uh, essentially Louisa works in the insolvency space. And with what's going on around the world right now and in Australia, I thought it'd be great to get some of her wisdom, some high level strategy on, uh, on, on both what changes are in front of us right now, but also what we can be doing right now to, to help buffer our businesses through this time, ultimately to prosper through this time. So Louisa, hey, why don't you say g'day to our world, a bit about you and a bit about your company. Sure. Hello everybody, my name is Louisa Sijabat and I am a liquidator and trustee in bankruptcy. This means that I am presently seeing a whole lot of pain that small businesses and individuals are going through right now. Um, but through talking to so many of them, there are some things that can be done and there is some government relief out there and more to be announced as to how we can not only survive through this time, but do our best to prosper as well. Um, I am a partner, oh, I'm a director at a company called Vincent's. We're an accounting firm. We're the 27th largest accounting firm in Australia. And I lead the Sydney team with insolvency and reconstruction. Um, and we are uh, we, we help uh, people Australia-wide, businesses and people Australia-wide. Cool, cool. Do you have any particular questions to start with? Yeah, what are you seeing? Uh, obviously, you know, lots changed in the last three to four weeks. So what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Just give us a bit of a lay of the land. Yes, so we're seeing um, a world of pain for businesses and individuals right now. There are very many who are struggling. Um, revenue for small businesses has decreased anywhere from 30% to 100%. Some of them can't even trade anymore, so they have zero revenue, but they still have costs um, and things like that. So the government has announced some relief options. Um, but uh, they don't cover every single business expense. It's probably not practical for the government to do that, but there are some relief options out there. But um, it is tough right now. Um, small business is tough sometimes at the best of times, um, but it is very tough right now. Um, in some cases, um, it is also heartbreaking, um, mm. but there are things that can be done. So tell us about the changes. Obviously there was a change in, um in how soon somebody can uh, litigate or try and wind you up. Uh, yes. They, they, put a, they put a grace period in for if you're trading yes, insolvent um, and things like that. Can, can, you give us, can you give us a breakdown of what has been implemented to try and help businesses buffer this? Absolutely. So the government has brought out um, measures to stop, oh, sorry, to raise the threshold before a creditor, that's somebody who's owed some money, um, can put a, a company or an individual into liquidation or bankruptcy. So often on the way to a creditor forcing a company into liquidation, they will issue this thing called a statutory demand, which is a, a mm -hmm. formal um, uh, demand for the payment of the debt in a certain legal format. And before, that threshold used to be $2,000. Um, that has been increased to a threshold of $20,000 so that companies can't be pushed into liquidation over uh, smaller debts at this stage. Now, usually a statutory demand would have 21 days for compliance, as in the company has to pay that debt within 21 days. 
Um, but this has been increased out to six months. And this um, extension to six months has been given for a period of six months as well. So in a mirrored sort of format, um, something similar has been applied um, to the personal bankruptcy regime. So bankruptcy in Australia is a word used to describe um, what happens when individuals can't pay their debts and need to enter into bankruptcy. Um, what's sometimes confusing is that um, the US used the word bankruptcy for uh, companies. And because Hollywood make a lot of movies, we sometimes think of bankruptcy in relation to companies because of the movies. But in Australia, bankruptcy relates to individuals only and liquidations refer to companies only. So on the bankruptcy side, if an individual owed money um, at $5,000, um, a creditor could start forcing them into bankruptcy. However, this has also been increased to $20,000 so that people can't be forced into bankruptcy over smaller debts. The time for compliance um, has also been increased from 21 days to six months for six months. So those people that took out Prosper loans and, and, uh, and those sort of short-term lendings, this is going to be great to get them off their back? Um, it depends on the terms of their loan. And the reason I say that is that this will apply to what's called unsecured creditors. Oh, yeah. If the creditors okay. haven't taken security, um, some of the short-term loans um, or um, non-bank lenders um, and bank lenders will take security for their loans, mm. and that doesn't apply in those cases. Okay. All right, so if you had a supplier, for example, that you owed a little bit of money to, yes. um, well, that would be, I guess, on the business side, but maybe, how does this apply to somebody as a sole trader versus a company? At, do they, do they fall under bankruptcy as a sole trader? Um, yes. So um, sole traders, if things were to get very, very bad for them, um, the potential consequence is bankruptcy because they're an individual. Um, yeah. If they're trading with a corporate format, as in a company yeah. with an ACN, then that's, um, uh, it, that, that one's called liquidation if it has yeah. to go there. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, that's... Uh, you know, that's, I mean, going from, from five grand to 20 grand and pushing the time frame out is actually going to help a lot of people. That's, that's yes. actually quite a material change, especially if somebody was already yes. on the edge. You know, well, obviously we're coming out of the back of droughts and fires with this. So there are, there are a lot of people who are very close to the edge anyway. So, so this will buy them some time, which is nice. Yes. And uh, the government are doing other, th the government is doing other things as well. Um, they're also relieving directors from their duties under insolvent trading laws. So yep. in so, uh, for six months, insolvent yep. trading refers to either a company or a sole trader trading where they do not expect to be able to pay their debts as their debts become due and payable. So the original laws um, and the standard laws say that if a director is doing that, they can become personally liable for the debts they incur when they think they can't pay their debts anymore. So there is a reprieve from those laws for six months as well, which will um, hopefully help directors and sole traders trade through um, because it, there is uncertainty in the uh, economy as to where revenue or future revenue might be coming from mm. for some companies at the stage. And they're going to have to review that because in six months, it doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to be okay. 
Have they got any provisions? This this is more of an interesting question for me. Have they got provisions to work out? Like, because there are people who are not suffering right now financially, and they could fully take advantage of these by racking up huge debts. Um, in theory, they could. However, the debts are still payable by the company or the business. It doesn't stop the debts being payable. Um, and uh, there are also measures um, in place to stop abuse. So if the debts are incurred fraudulently, um, mm -hmm. uh, there, are st there are still penalties um, if, the, if that company goes into liquidation. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, I think... I think that's a very smart rule, that one, about giving them a six-month window because, because it wasn't brought on by mismanagement, um, you know, to, to, be, to be insolvent. Um, and it gives people time to pivot and come up with new products and become solvent again. So, you know, I think that's, like, I think that's a very smart strategy. It doesn't help them in the short term. Uh, there are other provisions to help them in the short term with, with capital injection, but, it, but, it, but it'll take a lot of worry out of people. Yes, hopefully it goes some way to taking some of the worry out because there's so mm. many things on business owners' minds at the moment, as you know. Okay. All right. What what else is uh, what else has been brought in to help weather this storm? Okay. So there are a whole raft of measures. I will do my best to cover them succinctly, but with enough useful information. Awesome. You're amazing. So, um, there are presently. Um, there is presently an ATO hotline set up to help businesses deal with the coronavirus and its economic impacts. So mm -hmm. this phone number, one moment, I'll just check my notes, is 1-800-806-218. That's 1-800-806-218. If yep. your business has been impacted by the coronavirus adversely, um, you can ring the ATO and see if you can get um, a payment plan on your tax debt. Or if you already have a payment plan, um, they are open to renegotiating um, your payment plan um, over a longer term and for lower amounts. So just as one example of something that I've heard, um, there was a cafe business that was required to pay a certain amount each week on a payment plan. And now they're only required to pay a certain amount each month. And that monthly amount was less than what they previously had to pay per week. Um, so things, yeah, so things that we haven't uh, traditionally seen out of the ATO are now becoming available. Um, there are, there's also the ability to ring the ATO and ask them if they can defer your installments or payments for potentially up to six months. So that will assist in cash flow greatly um, for some businesses. And even if it only affects cash flow a little bit in a positive way for your business, it still adds up and it's really useful for business. Definitely. That's, a, um, that's cool. Yes. So um, one of the government relief options that has been announced um, is something around employing businesses. So this doesn't apply to businesses that don't apply uh, employ anybody, but if your business employs people or if you're not for profit employs people um, you and does revenue of up to $50 million in the prior tax year, you mm -hmm. may be eligible for a credit on your business activity statement um, at 
account with the ATO of anywhere from $20,000 to $100,000. Um, some businesses have thought um, of this as a cash payment. It's not really a cash payment though, Wes. What it is is a credit to your BAS account. Um, that means it can reduce the amount of tax that you have to pay, um, GST, that you have to pay to the government. Um, and if that puts your business in a refund position, it can actually result in a cash refund to your business, but it's not an automatic cash payment. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, in order to see if you're eligible for that particular one, um, uh, contact the ATO um, and uh, you can also search on the internet for the words treasury and coronavirus. And it will bring up the Commonwealth government's treasury website with a fact sheet that explains exactly how this works. There's I also... believe they're doing that over two quarters, right? Yes. They're doing that over, so January to, to March, which will be filed anywhere after, I guess, April 1st, and then April to June, you can file on July 1. and. And so they're, they're basically doing that twice. Uh, yes. So it's over um, actually even more than two quarters now because they initially announced it over two quarters or for, uh, or the equivalent for monthly BAS lodges. Um, but now it's been extended. So all the way through to September, this, all the way through to the September BAS. So the way it works... Three quarters. Yeah, uh, yes, that's right. Um but the September bars would usually be lodged in October, so in theory it takes it over to October as well. So the way it works is they're saying that there's one lot of payments um, being 100% of the PAYG withheld on uh, salaries and wages and reported on uh, a business's bars. Um, and uh, that payment will be a minimum of $10,000 and up to $50,000 um, spread over April to June, July or thereabouts. And then in the second half of the year, that um, there's the same value payment that's also payable in the second half of the year. There are um, some terms and conditions and calculations. So check the Treasury website for the fact sheet that explains exactly how this works. Um, but just bringing it onto people's radars um, and it's related to the amount of PAYG withheld by a business. So, so you said a minimum of 10 grand. So if you, if you yeah. employ one person, you haven't probably withheld much tax. So Correct. does employing one person make you qualify as an employer and you'll get 10 grand? Yes, so they're doing it as a minimum payment of, or sorry, minimum credit of $10,000 in the first well, it's roughly okay. a quarter, but they've set out a timetable on the fact sheet. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so the more people you employ, the bigger credit you're going to get. Yes, that's right. Um, so if you haven't been paying your withholding, <laughs> can you go back and do that now? Like, can you get that into this quarter so that they can see it? Uh, we're not sure on the details yet, um, but we think it's just the withholding number reported rather than the withholding number paid to the ATO. But double that check with sense. the ATO for that. Yes. That would um, make sense because otherwise they're only going to give you back what you've already paid. Yeah, that's right. If you haven't lodged your BAS or PAYG withholding statement yet, you will probably have to do so to be eligible for this. But yeah. they haven't so specifically you, stated so at this point. 
So do you mean, do you mean the, the January to March BAS needs to be filed now? Uh, yes, or before its deadline yeah. um, in April. Yeah, so that's, um, that's, that's going to be interesting because accountants can only do so much work here. So if they've got 2,000 clients who all want to rush through a file, yes. uh, you wouldn't want to be an accounting firm in the next, uh, in the next six months. I think accountants are generally uh, quite happy to try and help their clients. I think most accountants yeah. generally do care for the businesses and individuals who are their clients. So yes, they will probably be very busy. So do be kind to your accountant, um, but I'm sure your accountant will be very glad to help you. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's good. Um, uh, okay, anything else around the, the rent releases and landlords and things like that? Um, so potential relief for commercial rent has been mentioned um, briefly by our Prime Minister. Um, the announcement on commercial rent and any help in that regard is actually due out today. And today is Friday yep. the 27th of March. So we will wait yep, and see afternoon. what is announced yep. today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, there, there are also potential uh, wage subsidies available for apprentices or trainees. Mm-hmm. Um for more information about this, um, contact your AASN provider, so your Australian Apprentice Support Network provider. These cover um, 50% of the apprentice's wage subsidy from the 1st of January 2020 through to 30th of September 2020, up to $21,000, payable as up to $7,000 per quarter. So if you have an apprentice or trainee, contact your AASN provider. Um, There are uh, also other state government packages that have been put out. Um, So uh, for whatever state you and your business are located in, um, definitely go have a look on the internet as to what's available as well. Um, For businesses that are in a position to do so, um, there are also uh, some tax incentive that in, tax incentives that the government has provided. So things like increasing the instant asset write-off threshold from $30,000 to $150,000. That does, of course, assume that your business is able to pay that amount for a new asset. But there are some businesses that are in a position to do that and can take advantage of that. And there are also some provisions for accelerated depreciation on tax returns as well. You can you can still borrow to buy that asset though, right? If, if, if you're Absolutely. in a position to borrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that probably leads into my next thing, which is some people might have seen that the government has announced that it will guarantee 50% of certain small business loans. Um, we are still getting clarity on exactly how this will work. Um, mm. For businesses who are interested, Um, the organisations to approach in this case are your banks or your lenders. Um, The lenders, I believe, are still, the banks and lenders are still putting together eligibility criteria. Mm. But in summary, uh, the government has announced that these are loans to small and medium businesses for up to three years, starting with a six-month repayment holiday. Um, The banks will obviously put eligibility criteria around this, Early informal indications of some of the eligibility criteria 
um, are borrowing for working capital purposes only, um, which at this stage sounds like it might not include asset purchases, but we're um, presently seeking clarification from the banks on that. Um, it's unlikely to be provided if the business's ATO lodgements are not up to date or yeah. the business was on a payment plan with the ATO before the coronavirus and its impacts happened. I think um, that, that's the big question right there is will they still be checking the portal for lending? Um, I am sure I, they would I, be. I, I assumed they would because of the risk factor, but if they took that away, then they'd really be helping people, but they'd also be multiplying their risk. Indeed, um, and we're still getting uh, uh, information about that eligibility criteria, but my best guess is they'll still be checking the portal because um, they're indicating they won't be giving these loans to anybody who was on a payment plan with the ATO before this, which is actually a number of businesses 